0: You're listening to the Sands Pants Network
1: Home of comedy,
0: (laughs) culture, adventures
2: and ghosts
0: Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Scaredy Boys Chasers A podcast where three cowardly friends discuss movies to watch after horror movies To help chase away the fear and let your gentle soul sleep soundly I'm Damien, I'm Sean and I'm Tom And for this episode we watched Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar is a 2021 American comedy film directed by Josh Greenbaum from a screenplay by Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo, who also star. The story follows best friends Barb and Star who leave their small midwestern town for the first time to go on vacation in Vista Del Mar, Florida, where they soon find themselves tangled up in adventure, love, and a villain's evil plot to kill everyone in town. You saying that title? Yep. Just fills my heart <laughs> yeah. with joy.
1: It's good. It's just. It's just good. You get the giggles, mm. like the minute, the minute you hear the title, and then you think about the movie, and you just, my heart is just like, <laughs> fuck, it's a good film. The first time I watched it, boys, incredibly, mm. I, I gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. I've corrected this because that is a five star film every fucking day of the week.
0: <laughs> You've smashed out the five, good boy. Ah, oh, it's just.
1: It's just so good. It's just. It's dumb, it's fun, it's,
0: it's not mean or cynical, it's yes, just yeah. pure delight. Yeah, we've talked, like, uh, there's a lot of talk about how Ted Lasso has done so well in the last couple of years because it's a wholesome show in a non-wholesome time period that it's, like, what we've just been hungering for. I think fucking throw Barb and Star into that same pot because, it, like like you said, just thinking about it gives you joy. The colour scheme of this movie is so bright and beautiful and it's just like it's got songs for no reason, it's got friendship, it's got so many good things and I just I adore it. It's so fucking good.
1: Mm. It is also a beautiful triumph returned to the stupid comedy.
0: Yes. Yeah, one I think Tom, you mentioned this is a soul a soul sequel to sort of Austin Powers, um, which I I'd, I'd had a similar thought on my first watch. And it is for the same reason, like again, like even you think of how you said like Austin Powers doesn't, at least the original doesn't really, it is kind of weirdly wholesome for a movie about a spy who's super horny, like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's even got like the same thing where it's big and it's silly and it's colourful and it's like, it's got its own tone and style that I can't, like, modern comedies, this is, I feel like this is what they're missing, like where it, it knows to sort of, be its own thing and not try to be every other comedy that's ever come before and just fucking go for it.
1: It's just dumb, fun, and there's a man in it called- What's his name? Darren Bunkle? Danny Bunkle. Danny Bunkle. Yeah. Yeah. Damn Damn it. it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just- It's full of weird, insane characters and I think features maybe the greatest on-screen performance by an actor. Mm-hmm. In Jamie Dornan ah, oh. Superb
0: yeah. yeah Like it's To go against Kristen Wiig You know Just going off the rails Like you know Obviously SNL alum Has had some wonderful comedy hits And to go against her Who's not a comedic actor And hold his own Is exceptional It's just so fucking impressive
1: Wiig and Mamala are just Like off their heads in this Yeah And he meets them every time Yes And <laughs> He shouldn't But he just does <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> When he talks about um official couples, oh, it's I just I love it so much. The fact that like this is like official couple is even a thing, like it's not a it's not a phrase, it's not a common title it people see. It is now. It it is yeah, now. exactly. It is now. <laughs> and then the face every time it gets slightly offered to him and the, the expression on his face, he looks like a little boy <laughs> who's been offered a puppy for Christmas. Like He just wants it so bad. Uh, I love the
2: first time he says it because it's like he's testing the waters by throwing the word out there mm. and he's just like this giddy little kid and it just makes me giggle. When he said official couple, it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty early in the film. Yes. Yep. And it's yeah. when you go, yeah, this is a five-star movie. This is
1: getting me there, like yeah. It. It's, honestly, it's even before that. It's the sequence of the little boy on the bike throwing <laughs> yeah. out all the newspapers yeah it's it's one of those it's one of those movies though where like every joke mm. there's like hundreds like there are there are visual gags, there are dumb throwaway gags, there are jokes that are so stupid that it's like why are they even there yeah. like one of my favorite jokes in the whole movie, and Sean, I think it's one of yours too is. Where Yo-Yo's driving the submarine and he's doing that thing <laughs> yeah. where kids like mime the steering wheel by moving it side to side a lot. And yeah. someone says to him, "You know, make sure when you're steering it that you're doing lots of little hand movements side to side." Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a kid thing; it's a, just a movie thing. Yeah. Someone will be driving on a, a, a straight road and they're just doing little side-side movements. <laughs> it's great. A lot of comedy movies would try and be maybe like a joke a minute. Yeah, this is like a joke every ten seconds. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's so rapid fire.
0: Yeah, it feels very 30 rock to me in the way just like because it will throw like let's call them smarter jokes for lack of a better word but also just the silliest dumbest jokes and they're just hitting you so quickly that like you just can't keep up you just gotta let it wash over you and be completely enthralled it literally features the musical talents of Richard Chase that is everything you need to know about the yeah. And this, here's what I like about it is that it's it's bringing in these, like, comedy characters. It's not going for, like, oh, what's what's in the zeitgeist? Are oh, millennials or Gen Z-ers, like, let's do some over-the-top ridiculous version of them. It's pulling characters that have no reference point for me. I don't know what Midwestern <laughs> women are like. Like, I don't know. I didn't know what culottes were until the start of this movie where they included the definition <laughs> of culottes because no one <laughs> knew what culottes were. And, like, that yeah. feels true for so many of the ca- char- the comedy characters and some of the comedy beats in here where it's like... You don't even need to know the reference point. If there even is a reference point, it doesn't matter. It's welcoming you into it nonetheless. It's just like, here's something funny. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to, like, pick up on it because they, I feel like because the actors are having such a wonderful time with it that you can't help but be, you know, on board. Mm.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. It also features, like we've talked about, look, I have to just, look, I can't hold it in anymore. Uh, we need to talk about the greatest musical composition to grace the screen in the history of time which is Edgar's Prayer performed by Jamie Dornan's Edgar
0: do you want me to jump ahead to our normal second question for Chasers, which is most powerful part would this be your most powerful part it's the most powerful part
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've got a fun little and I don't know if I've spoken about this before but I've definitely mentioned it to the two of you Um, if you listen to this show I went to a haunted asylum for a holiday Hmm. once which was maybe the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life uh, to help me Recover, because this is the second time I've seen this movie. But to help me recover from that scare, I listened to Edgar's Prayer on the drive back. I'll tell you what, boys, I was only a little bit afraid ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that song, like we talked about this when we were watching it, but it's a genuine banger of a song. Like I honestly can't help but get a bit pumped up. Even though the song is just describing what he's doing on the beach, he sings to different versions of flocks of seagulls. It's a song that features a man describing...
1: Going up a palm tree like a cat who's decided to go up a palm tree.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Was that your song of the year? Actually, no, it would have been this year, wouldn't it?
1: I think it will be, yeah. Yeah. Spotify do their wrapped? There's a huge chance that Barb and Star go to Vista (laughs) Del Mar is my number one album. And it's just, it's either that or Richard Cheese's song, I Love Boobies.
2: Edgar's Prayer could be mine based purely on like starting to listen to it now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just put it on repeat for the rest of the year.
1: So I've just learned a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, That's actually Jamie Dornan singing. Great. Uh, So he does sing that.
0: I did read that too. And that apparently
1: he improved ripping the shirt off at the end. And that the shirt was not designed to rip, but he just did oh. it anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this That just shows how into it he was, like how much he knew exactly what movie he was in. I fucking love mm. that. What a legend.
1: It's just so wholesome, and yet also maybe the horniest film ever, made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that very great bit at the end when he's like, I love you for what's on the inside. You're beautiful on the inside. <laughs> dude. She's like, oh, not in front of... Edgar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: was the question... Um, most powerful moment. Most powerful part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most powerful part. Yeah. It is, it is the Edgar thing. But another great moment is Trish. Oh, yes. <laughs> like just, just, yeah. Just that callback to the whole thing on the plane. And I think, does Edgar say, yep. who was yep. that? And they just look at each other and smile and go, that was Trish. And that's enough. It's perfect. It's a perfect yep. moment.
0: It's everything.
1: The fact also that, like, that joke, the Trish joke at the start is goes for so long and is so insanely ridiculous that you're just like, what even is this? And then to pay it off as being like the key plot point that saves the day at the end of
0: the movie. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's kind of incredible. <laughs> oh boy. And like I love the I love even the idea of using like like you said, it went for so long in that plane scene. But you're like, well, we could have a montage of them flying over to Vista del Mar. This is like it's a fairly pivotal point in the movie obviously It's them entering the second act Their new world They're in Vista del Mar And so you don't want to just sort of have A plane take off and a plane land Like So you can have a montage of them in the plane And probably have a few sight gags in there Of them doing kooky funny things But this works so much better Because it, it's such a It's a build in a way that you're not expecting You're like Okay they're just talking rubbish We've seen them doing that That's quite lovely and funny but because it does keep pulling it and stretching it as far as that joke will possibly go, to the point that when they're coming down the escalators, they are in tears. Uh, I just think it's so great. Like I was, the, I remember the, the first time I watched it. I thought that was possibly the funniest part of the movie because <laughs> I love it when a joke just gets taken to the nth degree and then a little bit more. I think it's it works just incredibly, incredibly well. Hmm.
1: The callbacks and payoffs in this are extraordinary. Yeah. Like, the Trish long gag, but even there's that small gag at the start where their friend is telling him to go to Vista Del Mar because there are hot men out there who dress completely as Tommy Bahama. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then they run into the actual, a man named Tommy Bahama,
2: played by Andy Garcia. Played by
0: Andy Garcia. Oh, fucking hell. He's the best. Uh, I love Andy
2: Garcia. He's... He's not in enough films, actually, really, when you think about it. Outside of the Oceans franchise. Right. What's Andy Garcia doing? Hey. Yeah. Sean, I'm on the case. <laughs> <All> right, <mate. laughs> Investigate for me, please. I want to know his movements. While
0: you're doing that, I would just wanted to say, like, for this movie, I think part of what I love about it is that it's kind of got no right to be this good. And again, to, to refer to Austin Powers, one of the things that I thought when I rewatched Austin Powers recently, and I thought for this one, when we rewatched it is that yet yeah, super silly and super absurdist, but it also, it also follows like a really quite solid story structure and the character arcs are all there. Like, even though it's got all these silly beats when it comes to those moments, like they're still silly, but they deliver them in a way where it, it, ...acknowledges them and gives them weight. Yeah. Where I think, like, for a lot of modern comedies that that flop, it's because they kind of think, oh, we can push that shit to the side. Like, or it's so two-dimensional and shit that you just don't care. Yeah. Do you think that a lot of the modern efforts are kind of soulless? Mm, yes. Because I think,
2: perhaps, it, do, you, do you reckon a part of your brain, when you're so overwhelmed by silliness... You're not expecting to emotionally connect. Right. And that's like the most beautiful aspect of this film is it's just a beautiful story about friendship. Yeah. And it's really great. And you've got so many silly things being thrown at you that when it actually does resonate, you're like, holy shit, I was just not expecting to A, laugh so hard at this film, but also right. I love these characters. It just yes. it kills you. Yeah. it's You know what? It's a rare, perfect film.
0: Yeah, look, I agree, especially for comedies. Like if you think of any comedies that you've watched recently... Like another one I rewatched this year earlier was Super Bad. I watched it in conjunction with um, Book Smart, both of which are top tier comedies as far as I'm concerned. But it's because they've got that root of genuine, yep. weirdly the same theme of friendship, but they, they don't, they do it service. They don't sort of go, oh, well, that's just something we have to tack on because it's a movie. So I guess we better have a character arc and a three act structure. Like they mm. actually give it the weight it deserves. And I even read that for this one, um, one of the facts I read, they were all constantly aware of nailing the tone for this movie. Um, and they, it said that they aimed for, it's not too saccharine that it's not our movie. So it can't be too sweet. But they also knew if they steamroll through the characters without getting real at times and the viewers wouldn't care about them. And I just think they've nailed it. Like even me reading that is like, I had already had all these thoughts beforehand. And I read that. I'm like, yes, that's it exactly. You've, it's It seems easy, but it's actually this incredible balancing act that's going on that is making us care as well as just have a good laugh along the way.
1: Yeah. Well the the, the corp, like if you actually so to to just like boil down the raw premise of the show of the of the film when you just say it out loud <laughs> yeah. is ridiculous. Like it's two women go on a holiday, accidentally uncover a plot where a woman <laughs> called Dr. Lady is going to release deadly mosquitoes yeah on a town to kill all of them. Because they bullied her when she was a child by putting her in a cannon, and the force of being fired out of the cannon made her nude, and she landed in a Disney. She was humiliated, and her dad was so afraid for her that he died of a heart attack. So that's that's that plot, and that's just happening underneath the plot where it's literally the plot of them is just two friends go on a holiday together, have a little bit of a falling out, but remember that they love one another. That's 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 all it is in a nutshell. But then you have just underneath all of that. This almost B plot that is, oh yeah, there's an evil woman who is going to kill thousands of people with specially genetically <laughs> yeah. modified mosquitoes. But again, yeah. that's 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 just a plot that's happening. Like that's not the ma- the main plot. Is just them being friends, having a falling out, exactly, but yeah. realizing that they'll always be yeah. friends. Like it's so perfect. And even the fact that it comes all the way back that when they have yeah. that final confrontation with Doctor Lady. And rather than fight her, hmm. they just ask her if she wants to yes. be their friend. Yes. And like, and you get that corny as shit bit on the beach where everyone's yeah. like, I'll be your friend, including Man in Speedo, who is the MVP of the extras. <laughs>
2: you know what I love about Dr. Lady is that the whole thing of they shot her in a cannon out into the ocean. The cannon made her nude, but she didn't land in the ocean. She landed <laughs> in the swimming pool of a cruise boat the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and was laughed at by people. Yeah, It's just great. Yeah. The layers of it are, are just yeah. so silly, but it works. It really Everything does. works. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. plushcare.com slash weight loss I even love like again like we're talking about their friendship is such a beautiful part of this film and I generally think it is I, I, I think that's why it connects so well beyond just it being very very funny um, but literally like the first scene how they're sitting on the couch and they're just chatting away to each other by the end of that scene we love them we're like I don't know who these women are Maybe I should find them annoying. I don't. I just find them super endearing. I love them. I love their friendship. It's. Um, I'm in. I'm all the way in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it, it does sign you in pretty quick. Mm. And, like, it's one of those things where I'd, I'd watch this and I'd love to know, like, how much of... Especially because there's so many times in the film where they do that thing where both of them are just speaking together. Yes. And over the top one another. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes yeah. it lines up and sometimes it doesn't. It's like, how much of just Barb and Star's stuff of just the two of them mm. is improvised? And it feels like... Ninety eight percent,
0: dude. Yeah, some of the things, like the scene that made me think of it is when they're in their bedroom and they're reminiscing about their great times together, and all the great times are fucking terrible. There's like that person who legitimately tried to kill them, and then they just at the end of everyone they have a cute little giggle, like, oh yeah, aren't we so kooky and funny and whatever? And I just think that has to be all improvised. Like, I I reckon they were trying to just make each other break then, like. I love it I love it their shared
2: bedroom yeah their shared bedroom
1: (laughs) (laughs) and even just that like again that that beat every time they have to do like something like that where they're talking Mm. like when they get asked about their job in that, in the t- again, this isn't even a bit whether this is just talking club, the concept of talking club yeah. and Gail being not even late, but just locked yeah. outside. Yeah,
2: yeah. I love that, I love Phyllis Smith's obsessed with her horse. <laughs> yeah. And good. as she's leaving, she picks up a saddle. Everyone's Hell. got like a handbag and she's got a saddle. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but even
1: just the thing where she's cheersing by going, nay. Yeah. Like, like, cheers. And she's like, nay. And everyone just looks at her. She's like, oh, that's, that's how I cheers with my horse. Like, <laughs> But just like that's She's one character Who's in the movie Like twice Like Talking Club The fact that they cut back To Talking Club Twice oh. at moments of High drama and action it's So and perfect they just Yeah One of them is This is my favourite Facial expression <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well my most powerful part Was I was thinking of like Part of me is like I weirdly want a Talking Club And then I realised This is our Talking Club <laughs> I have a Talking Club <laughs> <laughs> It's called Scaredy Boys <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: no. Gonna make you some sausage What is it, casserole? Or- <laughs> A hot dog soup, I think something. Like, I don't soup. know, it
0: looks awful Even the- <laughs> okay, okay, here's another good gag Even when there's like their life flashing before their eyes When they think they're gonna die <laughs> One of the shots is the disgusting yes. spooning of hot dog soup oh, No, no, no one of the
1: best shots, boys, in the whole film is when they are about to die and it does the flashbacks through their lives and one of them is just a clip from the Muppet movie of oh. Kermit riding the bicycle.
2: Yes! That's your yes. five stars right there. There's your five stars. Because
0: they didn't want to eat Kermit's legs because he needed them for him riding his bike. <laughs> oh. But then the food they order
1: is like... Uh, one of them is like manatee stuffed with baby and then one's yeah. bald eagle eggs.
0: <laughs> oh, There was actually while we're just... Reciting wonderful jokes, I can't remember the line now. But Tom, you pointed it out, where um, Star is talking about her husband to Jamie Dorman. And there was something about his virility, or something was so strong. There was
1: something chemically wrong with that's him. They it. Yeah, something-
0: they thought he was chemically wrong. <laughs> he was so
1: manly. Yeah, yeah they thought he was wrong Quicksilver. Oh, is that his yeah, name? Yeah, that's best his best name.
0: name. Like, that's just an example of a joke that he's just thrown at you and then immediately moved on from to the next gag. Yeah, yeah. That literally, this is the second time I've watched it. I don't think I even heard that the first time. And then you kind of pointed out when we were watching it together. And I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. I want to write something that hilarious that is so oh. good.
1: Yeah, it's just full of every like every little gag is so good. There are hundreds of them. Mm. It, it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes we watch a chaser and it's like, oh, that's there's some good bits to get us through. You could watch, I reckon, just pick a random 10 minutes yeah. of Barbonster and there would be enough humor and warmth in that mm. to stave off Whatever shit Ariaster is cooking up at the Well, moment. yeah,
2: Tom, you said that to us during Edgar's prayer. You were like, you could just watch this and and you'd be fine to watch Hereditary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't believe 100%. you, but yeah, good call. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge call that I never <laughs> want to put to the test, but I respect it. One day we will. One day we will put these chases to the <laughs> uh,
2: test. Yes. What is this one day you speak of?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure, is it not, uh, have we not decided that we're we're, we're going to go full uh, for next year, full year of fear, boys?
0: Hmm yes technically yes um i don't want to commit to anything this is me hedging because i yes you're of fear mm. no hereditary is basically <laughs> where i'm coming no, no, that's
1: look I, i'm not saying that but i think we should really push ourselves and if we're ever watching a movie and we're a little bit spooked we just pause yeah we play edgar's, edgar's prayer, prayer, once, prayer comes on unpause.
0: yeah mm. look i'm fine with that that yeah. sounds good
1: that's
2: Correct. a big cheat big cheat
0: <laughs> it's huge it's like well, okay look our normal question is did it help calm our cowardly hearts a resounding yes, obviously. Yes, one hundred percent. I second Tom's. Just watch Edgar's prayer, and you will be fine. Just even listen to the like the song Edgar's
1: prayer, but even even the song the Vista del Mar. Mm. Like when they arrive, oh, the I, musical love number there I love it. I love it. Yes, there's like all of Richard Cheese's songs about tits <laughs> and his dead friends from high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all my yeah. friends from high school are dead, yeah. and then he just starts listing names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck It's,
0: yeah So, it's, uh, yeah and Look, let's let's be clinical about this So as a chaser, yes It works very, very well it is, a, it is a perfect chaser film It's weirdly like the first I think it's the first comedy for a chaser That we've done uh,
2: Yeah, like what chasers have we done? Paddington, Paddington and Speed Paddington, Speed, Treasure Planet And now this one. Oh, yeah. Treasure Planet Be still my heart <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sean, I don't want to go off on another half yeah, hour of sorry. trashy money. Uh, Sean, sorry. you need to write... Need I know, to... I've got some letters. Quick, I you got you don't to write Tom, some letters, mate. Don't, Tom, I'm just to thinking letters. about
2: letters. I've got so many fucking letters to write. Jesus Christ.
0: You keep saying that. I, you put pen to paper, mate. Make yeah, it happen. Okay. I will.
2: I will. I promise that I will. A promise is a
0: promise. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Technically, officially, clinically, this is the an ideal chaser. It will chase away any fears. If you've watched anything scary, if you've watched all of Hill House madly in a full day... Then go and watch this. Like, honestly, it's powerful. It is a powerful chaser of a film.
1: Look, I, I can't describe enough. If you're one of those people who's like, oh, I don't like dumb comedies. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Watch this and shut the fuck up.
2: This isn't dumb, though. This could be, like, perceived as surface level dumb, but it's extremely clever.
1: Yeah. I just remembered another another powerful moment if you want to be, you know, let's revived let's if watching a scary thing. It's listen to a very wise crab named Morgan Freeman with day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I forgot about that. There's so many good bits in this. Yeah, yeah. It just can't. I just can't remember them all, and that's yeah. why it's a treat to rewatch it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Rewatchability. Like this is where I think. So Tom, you said you were a bad boy for doing four and a half, and then bumped it to five. I think that's fine because the rewatchability needs to have an effect for a five star film. This one is because there are so many jokes laid in there that you almost... It, it demands a rewatch. You have to rewatch it. Yep. Not only do you desperately want to because it's such a good time, but literally to get those jokes. Like, oh, I miss the fucking Ron Quicksilver joke. <laughs> I'm so happy that's in my life now. <laughs> All right, let me ask you our final question. <laughs> I don't even know. Actually, I do have an idea. How would we have done in this situation?
1: <laughs> Boys, we would have had a great time because friendship is the thing that powers us. That's true. Them. Yes.
0: Yes, Thomas. That was my thought. That's why I said, actually, I think we'll do just fine. Literally, the only thing you need to do to win the day is is be welcome to friendship. I'm there. I'm there 100%. That's one of the things I love about this movie is that its core premise is just like friends are good and it's good to have <laughs> yep. friends. Yeah, I love yep. it. More movies yep. like
2: that. I love that. Yes. Yep. Suggest some to us if there's more like this.
0: Oh. oh, yeah. So, look, the three of us, yeah, let's say there's maybe we all have evil doppelgangers that look somewhat like us. Feel free to give him a name. I think we're going to go Professor Beardface for me. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I'll be also just Dr. Lady.
0: (laughs) You'll keep the Dr. Lady Monica. Yeah, I think I'll be Dr. Angry. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So we got those three coming after us. All we have to do at the end of it is welcome them into our friendship game. Yeah, give them a hug. Give them a big old hug. Mm. Would you like to join Scanty Boys, evil people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would. Yeah, Yeah, you would. So, look, that's actually a super easy fix for us, but I guess that's the beauty of a chaser. So, I'll add one more question. Would you boys want to see a sequel to Barb and Star? No. Yeah, look, I I was a bit on the fence. I'm like, part of me is like, yes, desperately. I just want more of this good thing. I'm like, the next one needs to have um, Annie Mumolo as the... She needs to have a doppelganger who's the evil one. Oh. she is obvious, yeah. So, part of me is like, yes, because it's so irreverent that why not? Why not do it? But then I think the part that I'm worried about is the part that we loved, which is that it, it had the character arc. It had all that stuff. You'd have to come at it from a point where you obviously couldn't repeat the same character arc of a friendship gets slightly on the rocks and then gets repaired. I think you'd have to have something different, and I don't know what that something different would mm. be. The fear of how do you recreate the magic.
2: Yeah. I mean, Paddington did it with Paddington 2. That's very but true. But again,
0: yeah, when you have yeah. a masterpiece. Well, look, we keep saying this is like Austin Powers. Obviously, Austin Powers 2, I don't think it's as good as the original. It's still a very good time. Austin Powers 3, not a good time. That's, I, I personally think they should have stopped after 2. goal members great. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's Damo, fine. you want Barb and Star to time travel. Oh, maybe I do. I don't know. Otherwise, they just go somewhere else. Like... I think like like you said, because the plot, the actual plot is so arguably meaningless in some ways with like a villain who's doing crazy stuff, that side of things I'm genuinely not concerned about. I think these guys are so funny that whatever script they wrote for these characters again, I would I would love. My only concern is the is the heart of it all. Can we pull off that magic a second time? And like you said, Paddington, yeah. You can. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's that's what it is. We've talked about flat arc characters opposed to positive change characters. So positive change characters go through a journey, learn a lesson and at the end, become better people. Flat arc characters are either so positive that ever the world around them has to learn the lesson um, or they're so negative that the world around them becomes more negative. Paddington is obviously a positive flat arc character. I think these two as a unit could potentially be a positive flat art character for anything I think for the sequel what I would love is they go to an area that's shit and by the time they leave it's awesome because of the effect they've had on the place
1: yep I've come around to a sequel back them in yep so there's two powerful F forces Mm -hmm. in movies Um, for this one it's friendship yes for another one, it's often family. Oof. I think Barb and Star, they join Love Familiar. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Barb and Star go Fast and Furious. Incredible. I'm there.
0: I'm there for it. Yeah. When, yeah. When, where do I buy my tickets from, Tom?
1: Uh, I, I think it's coming. I think Vinny D is going to try to get The Rock for Fast. Yeah, He's not going to be out of here.
2: They're long lost Toretto's. Yeah. Oh, Wrong Quicksilver oh. was a driver. Oh,
1: That's yes. That's it. Maybe this is Barb's thing. Barb has hidden the fact that she's a Toretto, <laughs> yeah. and then Dom comes calling because he needs all the love familiar to help take down some big bad. And stars like you lied about.
2: Well, the big you bad know, who you were. The big and- bad can be the Toretto mother, and she can play that oh, character. Yes, sure. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. done. There we go. Making magic, Mamaretto.
0: <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, on that note, that is all the chaser talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've
2: been chemically wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I've been Tom. And if you want to tell us your chaser movies or would like to say hi, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at Scaredy Boys. Or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Vista Del Mar. (laughs) Stay calm, everyone. I have a talking club. It's called Scary Boys.